Welcome to today's episode of Watchable. With Bethy Hernandez and Sophia Ritter. Two cousins talk movies and TV. Basically, if it's entertainment related, we got you covered. Today we're discussing movies from our grandma's house. Alrighty, so we mentioned last time that we took a month off for a lot of reasons, but mainly because our grandma, who obviously we're very close with, passed away at the beginning of October. And this is kind of our little homage to her and weird time spent at her house when we were left there for very long periods of time. (laughs) It was always a good time at grandma's house, especially when you guys were there and all the cousins were there. And these movies definitely have a special place in our heart. They bring back a lot of nostalgia. Um, So I'm really excited to talk about this. Yeah, and I just want to say that... um, it's one of the most random assortment of movies and one of the more niche episodes we've ever done (laughs) but you know there's a very specific type of movie to be found in the cabinet it was basically just family movies but Mm -hmm. like weird family movies mostly oh definitely it was a strange mix of like christmas movies and really old movies to like 90s movies it was it was the perfect perfect collection in my mind had everything for yeah eight-year-olds that age range (laughs) you could possibly want all right so before we completely dive in i know you're excited to talk about your media pick of the week so why don't you start us off okay i'm so excited um i so my media pick of the week is actually a book surprisingly haven't done that in a while um and i haven't been reading a lot lately But my friend told me that I could borrow her book, and it was called The Song of Achilles. And she said, be warned, it will make you cry. It definitely did. (laughs) I think I'm just going to end up recommending this book to everyone I meet because it was amazing. It was, uh, it's just really well written. If you want, like, a good book to cry over, and if you're interested in, like, Greek mythology kind of... Or if you have read, like, the Iliad and the Odyssey, but you thought they were kind of boring, this is a good way to read it in a more interesting way. Yeah. I mean, as someone who did not enjoy the required reading, that particular required reading in high school, I'm a little surprised. But obviously it's good if your Snapchat's updates are any indication, so. Yeah, I really would recommend that you read it. I feel like you would enjoy it. I just need to read more in general. I'm actually reading a book right now, and I'm Ooh. realizing this, but it's not actually my media pick of the week, but it's for a class, The Color Purple. It is a lot to handle. But my actual media pick of the week is something completely different, and it's just Superstore's new season. I've only seen a couple episodes so far, but I think it's off to a good start. I was a little spectacle because they're getting rid of one of their main characters, but so far I think they're handling it well, and I know... This is a big family podcast today, and I know your brother is very into Superstore. He he is dressed up as one of the main characters for Halloween and was over the moon about their reactions on Instagram to his costume. So <laughs> shout out to Cal's awesome Halloween costume as well. I'm proud as of him. A good start to a season of a show as a little spectacle about moving forward. So I have not watched that much Superstore, but it's definitely a really funny show. It's a good like feel-good show to watch. Now, I think we're ready to talk about the cabinet of Grandma's House movies, the random assortment of movies Grandma found cheap 
are people gave to her and we're not really sure why. So <laughs> the first one I'm going to talk about is George in the Jungle, which I barely remember. Like, mm-hmm. but I can remember the jingle to this so well. But so well. Watch out for that Oh my treat. gosh. Because my brother, this was his, like, grandma house movie. So by the time yeah. I came through, no one wanted to watch it because he overplayed it. But the jingle alone and having it heard at grandma's house a lot made <laughs> a memory enough for me to mention it today. Yeah, I totally forgot about this movie until you mentioned it earlier. And it just brought back so much, like, nostalgia. It I don't remember that much. It was definitely a very, like, cheesy... I think it's a Disney movie. I think it is. I don't even um, know. It's horrible, but it's terrible, but it's also good. And uh-huh. I I saw that it was on Disney Plus, and I was like, maybe I'll uh, watch George of the Jungle again because why not? Honestly, like, and have I feel like when I watched it, I would actually remember what it was more because it's just very vague memories. But I remember it being very corny even as a child, but. I think it very much sums up the kind of movies we're going to be talking about today because, like, no rhyme or reason. But it's definitely an essential Grandma's House classic. Uh-huh. The song alone is worth mentioning because if you haven't heard it, go check it out and then you'll hate us forever because it's you'll never get out of your head. Exactly. Um, another movie I want to talk about that I have very vague memories of is Jack Frost. Do you remember watching this one? Okay, so I don't remember watching this one a lot. I remember little bits and pieces of it, and mm-hmm. I remember the cover of, like, the CD or VHS, VHS. tape. I, I remember the snowman. I remember the part where, like, the kid gets, like, turned into ice or something. It, obviously very vague memories of this one as well, but that freaked me out as a child yeah and the snowman itself like people who remember this movie because it's like a deep cut like very few people listening have probably heard of this movie it was weird and like it was supposed to be like a happy-go-lucky family movie and it creeped me out like the snowman's like how they did it was creepy it was a live action movie and the snowman was very creepy yeah the main thing i remember was that the snowman was creepy i think it it like a guy turned into a snowman. Yeah, that must be the um, part I remember freaking me out. Yeah, I think that scared me too. I think our parents would watch it, like all of our aunts and uncles too, like mm-hmm. around Christmas time. And I would like leave the room because it scared me. But they saw it as like a family movie and I was like, uh-uh. Uh-uh, this is traumatizing. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, as a child, I had a weird fear of like that I wasn't actually human. I don't know why. Like, (laughs) I grew up thinking I was a robot because I saw some movie where the kid was secretly a robot. So, like, movies like this freaked me out because I'm like, what if I'm just going to turn into a snowman? What if I'm just a snowman? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I I mean, maybe you are, Sophie. I hope not. We just started. It's like 30 degrees and I'm like, no. I know. I... It's so cold outside, and I told my roommate, I was like, oh, this is freezing. She's like, it's going to get worse, and I was like, don't tell me that. Oh, Bethy, you haven't entered college in January. <laughs> oh, no, I have Horrible. I am so sorry, but oh my gosh, it's the worst. Well, I don't have to leave my dorm anyways. That's true. All right. Anyways. Let me <laughs> another thing that I think sucks. 
Nanny McPhee, which I you uh, loved as a child. So why don't you talk about why you liked it before I dis? You it. said it sucks. Oh my gosh, those are harsh words. <laughs> okay, Nanny McPhee, such a good movie. Um, I don't know why it was at Grandma's house, <laughs> but it was. We watched it all the time with you guys, but the beginning always freaked me out mm-hmm. because there's like a kid that they're trying to cook a baby or something yep, in the beginning yep. it's really really weird but part of me thought it was like so like <laughs> i thought it was so funny i don't know my family had like a phase we were really into nanny mcphee we watched the second movie mm-hmm. uh that was a fun time did you think the second one lived up to the first one? Oh, for sure i think maybe even the second one was better oh strong words mm-hmm. i know so I have strong feelings on Nanny McPhee. First of all, when this movie came to Grandma's house, I was past the prime age, I think, just slightly, where I was starting to think things were lame. And I remember we were at, like, Big Lots or something, some, like, weird Mm -hmm. discount store, and Grandma was like, you think the Hernandezes would like this movie? And I was like, sure. I, because I remember this very well, because I remember. Oh, you remember the origin story. Hating myself for telling grandma that you guys would like this movie, because you were so into it. And this was one of the first movies that I watched and remember, like, tearing it apart in my mind and being like, this is bad. I would do it differently. The color scheme. I'm going to start at the color scheme. It was so, like, lime green and, like, the pinks and, like, the wedding at the end. I don't remember the story of the wedding, but the wedding at the end, the colors are so ugly. And as a child, they disgusted me. It's about the vibe, Sophie. The colors are gross. (laughs) I... You were so young to be hating movies like that already. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, Sophie. I I always thought you guys liked it. Okay. Like, I think you guys wanted to entertain us at Grandma's house, so you would turn on any movie because you guys were like you, that the movie big kids. Worked to entertain you guys. Yeah, so that I'm, probably was part of it. Remember, remember, um, lay down and do nothing. A classic. I actually, um, I think Reagan came up with lay down and do nothing. Our other yeah. cousin, because we, you guys were at a sleepover and being very, like you and Abby were very energized and Maria probably and reagan's like oh this great game it's so much fun and all you did was you would watch the kids lay on the floor and if they moved at all they were out and it worked like (laughs) it worked so well we would play that for hours and we just you guys didn't have to do anything but just stare at us on the floor why was that fun though like Oh, it was so fun. It's actually a good game. I've used that a couple times. Like It's a great babysitting game. <laughs> but these are just the kind of things we did at Grandma's house. Mm-hmm. We would play like games like that with our, the cousins. Mm-hmm. And then oh, one yeah. of the fondest memories I have of playing games at Grandma's house was um, she had like an indoor mini golf set. <gasps> that thing was and so much fun. She also had like a hot wheels track for cars and i remember I we remember made up our that. own game and we put the like little i don't know we just played like the golf ball this... on the track it was like part of the course yeah right? and it was like a fun like we called it like a carnival game and it was just i i remember the little things like that about grandma's house you That's know grandma would so... let us just because like that game i remember we made a carnival that day right like the yeah. living room and then the hallway was all a carnival i 
And she mm-hmm. just sat there reading the paper, like, all right, kids, you do what you want. And, like, she was always so proud. She said that she always said that she could leave us in a room with nothing and we'd still entertain ourselves. To be fair, we took the stuff we had and made a mess. <laughs> exactly. And I, I think she she liked that. There's something about a grandma's house where you're allowed to do anything that really unlocks the creative potential in an inner child. It does. Uh, yeah. I think we were talking about Nanny McPhee, but... Yeah. Sorry for the... No. There's gonna be a lot a good, of side stories. It was stories. a nice, pleasant side story because most of these movies, I don't think most people have heard of anyway, so... No. Um, yeah, if you guys are thinking about seeing Nanny McPhee or buying it for your children, do not. Do it. No! <laughs> I dare you. Okay, Bethy, I'm assigning you to go watch Nanny McPhee and you tell me it's not oh, horrible. Okay. okay, this is your homework. <laughs> Let me uh, just see what streaming services it's on. Okay. I actually hope it's on. I kind of want to watch it as I hate watch. I haven't seen it in such a long time, so maybe you'll prove me right that it's I feel bad. like Bethy in college is not going to enjoy Nanny McPhee as much. I don't know. It's hmm. just my hunch. All right. My next movie, you're going to be kind of weirded out that I'm talking about this earlier in the episode. Okay. But I don't have that many memories of Grandma's house in this movie, and it's Toy Story 2. Oh, like, okay. Toy Story 2, a classic. One of the best animated movies of all time. You know, I love Toy Story. I'm a Toy Story fan. But when I yeah. was making this list, I'm like, what is my grandma house memories? And I only think I watched this at grandma's house like one time. Yeah. But sh- grandma loved Toy Story. So that like it did have to be somewhat higher, especially mm-hmm. higher than Nanny McPhee, because come on. But like because <laughs> she always told the story of like my brother bringing his Toy Story toys yeah. over. And she was so like excited that I was also into Toy Story because it was one of the pop culture things she understood at all. So she was like, oh, you like Toy Story. Your brother liked Toy Story. Oh, I'm trying to think. Because I remember watching it at Grandma's house maybe once or twice. Mm-hmm. It was only the second movie we watched, though. Like, yeah. at Grandma's house. I don't remember watching pick. the first one. No, like, I don't I don't remember watching the first Toy Story at Grandma's house ever. Mm-mm. Only the second I don't one. Because she had it on VHS. What happened was at a homeschool free sale, which... What we would mm. do as homeschoolers is we'd bring our stuff we don't want anymore to his church. And yes, I was homeschooled. It makes a lot of sense, I know. Um, we'd bring our stuff to this <laughs> church that we didn't want. And people would just take what they did want. And Toy Story was one of those things. And we're like, oh, this would be great for Grandma's house. Mm. And so that's why we had Toy Story 2 and not the other one. I think it's interesting because you remember how Grandma got all these movies. Yeah. And I don't. They were just always there. So it's it's good they that we have these two perspectives. Got for you guys because grandma used to babysit you so that's probably why i have the perspective of where they came from yeah but yeah because it wasn't because some i love toy story i've already said this but it wasn't like a grandma's house vibe you know what i mean no you wouldn't we didn't watch it all the time Mm -mm. because you could watch it at home you had to watch weird movies that you could only watch at grandma's house oh yeah exactly next movie we're talking about is probably your favorite grandma's house movie Oh, I know what it is. What do you think it is? is. Homeward Bound. (laughs) Yes! That's on, like, the top of my list, honestly, when I think of Grandma's House movies. I loved that movie so much. Oh my god, you did. (laughs) And I don't think we had it at my house, so every time I got the chance to watch a movie at Grandma's house, it was Homeward Bound. Yep. You're not exaggerating. I remember the day... 
the VHS tape broke. Like, it got all, like, you know how the, it would just run too many times, yeah. Yeah. I I think I cried when I had to, like, throw it away. (laughs) You had to throw it away? (laughs) I mean, I was probably just being dramatic and, like, threw it away because it was broken. But. That was just a big moment. What about Homeward Bond spoke to your soul, Bethy? Because it really did. Just think about it. It's such a cute movie. It's about these dogs and a cat who uh, think that their owners have abandoned them forever. And so they go on a journey through the mountains to find their owners who actually weren't abandoning them. Plot twist. It's just so good. Maybe it's why I'm like... Maybe part of it is that it takes place in, like, the mountains and, like... Yeah, probably a little bit. Also, dogs are really cute, so are cats, and I was just, like, vibing, and... I I don't know. It's a really sweet movie. I always got so scared when, um... Oh, you did. Shadow, um, he fell in the mud pit and he couldn't get up. Oh, my gosh. That part still scares me. Wasn't Shadow your favorite? I've watched this recently. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, you have. Not, like, really recently, yeah. but, like... Did it live maybe, up to its hype? Maybe, like, four years ago I watched it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's still amazing. Um, a couple months ago, I think I saw that there's a second one on <laughs> Disney+, Plus, and I was like, I'm watching this. It's terrible. Never watch the second one. Oh, my gosh. Ruin your childhood? Yeah. So mad. I feel like such, like, the older cousin who thought they were too cool for everything with all these... But mm-hmm. I never liked Homeward Bound. Ever. Why? I don't know. I hated it. I I was never a huge... As a child, I was terrified of dogs. I'm not anymore. Mm. I was terrified of dogs. And I just thought it was so lame. I'm like, it's such a typical kids movie. And it was one of those, I think I was trying to be cooler than I was. I was going to say, I'm shocked that you were like... You thought these movies were kids' movies when I know that you were like, like a kid. Like, yeah, you're like I was eight. I'm not like, an went, adult. I was like two you went years older that than you. Stage of like feeling older way too early. I definitely <laughs> did. I you were you were always like the cool cousin though, like the cool older cousin. I still always played with you guys and stuff though. Oh, for sure. But you, you know. Yeah. You were just older. I was older smarter. and wiser and like mm-hmm. homeward bond bound beneath me i remember you hating that movie I hate it. like i and that's definitely the most watched movie from grandma's house i think yeah and that's maybe why i hate it as much as i do probably because i made you watch it's it like so on repeat boring. like you literally once made us watch it twice in one day uh obviously it's a good movie uh, as a child i could not comprehend doing that i was not one of those kids who like rewound their movies and watched it again i was always mm-hmm. like my favorite movie as a kid was Toy Story, as like I said earlier, and I would only let myself watch it once a week because I didn't want to get tired of it. I was such a weird kid. <laughs> it's honestly impressive. What kid does that? Like, enjoy Toy Story, Sophie. All right. Yeah, Homeward Bound. I didn't get the hype, but I'm sorry. I actually kind of want to see Homeward Bound 2 just to see if it's that horrible. It's bad. That bad? It's bad. All right. Yeah. It made me upset. All right, my next movie is a movie I always wanted to watch, but you guys would always put on Homeward Bound instead. And I think I know. What is it? Is it Mrs. Doubtfire? Yes! <laughs> I love that movie, though. I do love this movie. 
Oh my gosh, I I want to rewatch it. I kind of honestly, Robin Williams is great. Like it's such a good, funny movie. You were just so into Homeward Bound, but I remember always being like, Mrs. Doubtfire is real comedy. Like Homeward, <laughs> <laughs> like because it was kind of an adult. It seemed it more was, like an adult movie to Grandma's us. For Grandma's house, it was more on the adult scale. Yeah, because I remember like someone's in the bathroom at one point and you're like scandalous yeah like that's I how some like fun fact about the bathroom shot i remember that and i i don't even remember what it was but i would talk about it so much yeah i don't know there was always it was just one later. of those i had some fun fact about the bathroom scene and i thought i was so mature this is probably the most well-known movie on our list well maybe i there's one more movie i think is more well-known but Okay, I didn't know I was um, hindering you from watching Mrs. Doubtfire, because I honestly liked Mrs. Doubtfire a decent amount. It was probably more like Abby and Maria also didn't want to watch it, Mm -hmm. because I remember Abby didn't like it, because she thought it was creepy. (laughs) It is kind of (laughs) creepy. Why are all these movies slightly creepy? They're slightly, like, creepy, but, you know, they made us who we are. I feel like that's just, like, a grandma's house vibe. Like, 90s movies are just slightly creepy. Yeah. these are all, like, 90s movies, and we're like, what? There's something wrong here? Okay, I feel like the rest of ours, though, aren't creepy. I feel like they're really sweet movies. Yeah. I, if you have the same ones as I do. I have one you might not have, but I cannot remember the name of it to save my life. Really? It is had Shirley Temple in it. Do you know what the name of that movie was? No, I don't think I watched that one that much at Grandma's. Oh, because it got scratched pretty mm. early on, and I was devastated. I cannot remember the name of this movie to save my life, and it is driving me nuts, but Shirley Temple, like, lived in the attic, and, like, she was friends with all the servants, which I've actually learned in my, like, black film studies class that, like, some of the way she was with servants in movies was a bit problematic, but as a child, I didn't know that. But she was, like, friends with the servants. She lived in the attic. And she constantly visited a hospital. I really liked the dancing scene in this movie. And I cannot Ooh. remember the name of it. And I'm not giving specific details. But I was obsessed with this movie. And it was in, like, a paper slip. It wasn't in a plastic, like, container. And that's why it oh. got scratched. And we couldn't watch it anymore. That was always the worst when DVDs would get scratched. And you just... <sighs> As a child, were sad times. every time anything happened at Grandma's house that was like that, we always mm-hmm. blamed you guys. That definitely was not us, I don't no, think. No, it wasn't. But, like, I feel kind of bad about this. Anytime anything went around, like, aroused, because, like, you guys were over there a lot. We're like, Hernandez's, oh my gosh, Grandma, <laughs> letting them do whatever they want. Like, like, Grandma didn't let us do whatever we wanted, like. That's probably why I was so afraid to be blamed for the canopy bed breaking. Probably. I remember that moment very vividly. So, yeah, for those of you who don't know, for the on Christmas Eve, GCEP as we called it, Grandma's Christmas Eve party, the best time of the year, all of the cousins were in the back bedroom and there's a canopy bed and everyone was jumping on it and like screaming and it was just chaotic. And I remember like I was sitting on the floor I don't know why I remember this so well. Like, sitting on the, like, rug. Because it was a big then, moment for us. <laughs> I remember hearing a crack, and the canopy fell down, and I ran out of that room because you I did not want to be blamed. I went into the middle room, and I picked up a random book because Grandma had, like, those giant encyclopedias in her middle room. You were, I picked like, it up five. And started pretending it was like I was five. reading it. Oh, my God. One of our aunts came into the room, and 
they looked and they're like, what was that noise? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I do not remember that because I wasn't in the room actually. And I remember the commotion and like running in and then we automatically blamed a cousin and it ended up being my sister, Abby, and she held silent about this for years and we blamed one of my poor cousins. So justice for her. It was a big deal for years. Who broke the canopy bread? And we all thought we knew who it was, but yeah, we were wrong. Abby confessed. And for people who are completely confused by this story, like, the canopy bed was kind of like a legend at Grandma's house. It was a vocal place. It wasn't, like, a fancy bed, really. Like, it was, like, probably from, like, some cheap, like, furniture store. But we thought it was was the coolest thing ever. And it was, like, an iconic piece of furniture. Because, like, no one has canopy beds anymore. No. And we obviously didn't have one at our home. Mm -hmm. So, like, going to Grandma's house and sleeping in the canopy bed... That's, like, a big deal. Mm-hmm. And that creepy, giant, inflatable thing on top of it that was also lost that day. Do you remember that thing? I have vague memory. You, like, brought back a memory I didn't know I had. Mm-hmm. What was it? It was, like, an inflatable thing from a fair. Because, like, your mom, like, her dad got it for her at a fair. And she was that was the most upset. She was most upset because that was broken. Oh, gosh. I don't even remember that. Yeah. It was creepy. Like, I can't really remember what it looks like. I, we gotta stop getting into very specific details of our childhood, yeah. but... Anyone who listens to this who isn't a member of our family yeah. is going to be very confused, but that's okay. But this is, um... The Callahans are gonna love this episode. Oh, for sure. Other people, like, they'll probably think it's cute, but there'll be parts where, like, okay, we get it. A bed. <laughs> okay. Exactly. So, yeah, we are talking about the vague Shirley Temple movie that neither of us mm-hmm. could remember. Is there a movie you think I don't have? Because I have two movies left. I have three movies okay. that you haven't talked about yet. They're all Christmas. No, the two of them are Christmas movies. Okay, I only have one Christmas movie, and it's White Christmas. Do you have White Christmas? That's one of mine. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Grandma, this is another classic, was obsessed with Bing Crosby. And, like, our full family is obsessed with Bing Crosby, the singer in White Christmas, for those of you mm-hmm. not in our family. And, like, our full family had a weird crush on him. And soundtrack to White Christmas itself is very reminiscent of, like, cleaning up for Grandma's Christmas Eve party. Yeah. And, like, White Christmas is a great movie and all that. I'm not really going to get into details of that today because it's more just, like, memories associated with these movies. But I want to get into details about the White Christmas all right, movie. you get into details. I have fond memories of being in like third grade and the teacher asking us what our favorite singer is or like what our favorite artist is and I said Bing Crosby (laughs) and I remember no one remember like no no one knowing what that was like who's that I'm like he's in White Christmas and I love that movie so much me and my friend were briefly obsessed with it to the extent where we watch it year round and so I have good memories of watching it at grandma's house and like with grandma because I like watching that movie at home when it, like my family was just like annoyed by it. They're like, yeah, it's kind of boring. But then grandma would always watch it with me and grandma liked it. So I just, I have fond memories associated with that movie. And grandma was always happy when you put on White Christmas. Oh yeah. Always. And the dance sequence in White Christmas was one of my favorite parts where, I don't know why I love this part where they're like, all the little girls on like toe point. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so freaking cool as a child. No, that movie is really well done, it's I think. It's pretty. I want to watch it. It's that. really fun. I'm definitely going to watch that this year. 
All right, what's your other Christmas movie? Yeah, I'm going to watch this Christmas movie this year, too. I don't know how often you watch this at Grandma's house, but I have one specific memory of watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, yeah, this was watched a lot. How did I forget this? It's such a good movie. I still love this movie. It makes me cry every time I watch it. I'm going to be watching it this year. I don't know. It's like a simple story, but it's very a universal story. Mm-hmm. It's really... It's just really well made and it's just a really I don't know. sweet, timeless well not completely timeless, but mostly timeless movie. Yeah. And there's another like it's another movie that my family always got so bored watching with me. Because it's really long. My yeah. family's like, Oh, so boring. But grandma never got bored of it and so I'd watch it with grandma. Aww. You know? Oh man, I did like that movie. I forgot about it. That's one of my favorite Christmas movies too. Mm-hmm. I really like the part about the angels and the wings and like I feel like she once got up and like rang a bell for me when we were watching it <laughs> she had that bell remember she used to pretend that to use for dinner yeah like to call yeah, for dinner yeah. all right we both have one movie left and I'm pretty sure it's the same movie because this is what I remember being grandma's favorite movie uh, yeah I think it's the same mm-hmm. the bells of saint mary's Aw, I love this movie, even though I don't remember the plot exactly. Okay, I'll tell you the plot, because this is an obscure movie from, like, the 1950s. A very Catholic movie. Yes, this was our grandma's all-time favorite movie. It starred the one and only Bing Crosby and grandma's favorite form, Bing Crosby, as a priest. And he comes to save the school that almost gets shut down. And there's some storyline with a girl who, like, I don't remember the storyline of the girl. I don't know why I went there, because I don't remember it. But the school almost gets closed, but then it doesn't. It is just a very sweet movie about a Catholic priest, basically. And nothing yeah. made Grandma happier than putting on this movie, let me tell you. I would always ask her what her favorite movie was, and she would not hesitate to say The Bells Never. of St. Mary's. And, I, yeah, I only remember that Bing Crosby was the priest, mm-hmm. and there was a nun... And there's school. And I, I definitely want to watch this movie again. Yeah, me too. I loved how it was in black and white. I always loved watching right. these past couple movies that we've mentioned in black and white. Because I, I, I don't know, it's so much better. I thought I was so sophisticated watching black yeah. and white movies as a child. I'm like, these are like old, old. And <laughs> I, yeah, I was something else as a child. <laughs> it says a lot about me now, but... Grandma used to, like, tell stories about, like, going to the movie theater in her small town she grew up in. And yeah. she would always talk about, like, how... The one she talked about the most was her going to Wizard of Oz with her dad. And, like, mm-hmm. their astonishment when, like, things were in color. And, like, she always, like, told that story, like, so majestically that, like, to this day when I watch The Wizard of Oz, I'm still filled with that wonder of, like, putting myself in, like, the 19... 19- 50s i think and being like amazed by the colors of everything and so but she also would tell the story about her going to see the bells of saint mary's with her dad and how much they liked it and how they went multiple times and it's just very sweet i hadn't heard that story about the wizard of oz so that that's really sweet you know grandma had a way of telling certain grandchildren the same story hundreds of times because i heard that story a lot and then other stories you never heard but other children heard it millions of times yeah, I have fond memories of a ghost story she would tell. 
Oh, do you remember that I one? I do remember that one. With the ghost that wasn't really a ghost. Yeah. Something with the Underground Railroad. Yeah. I mean, I could go into details, but I don't think everyone need, I, wants to know this. But Yeah, I could edit it out. I'm kind of curious because I don't really okay. remember the story. I think it was her grandma. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be wrong. Um, lived in a house and had all these secret passages because it used to be a house that was a part of the Underground Railroad. And all of a sudden, like, these, they had just moved in. All of a sudden, these weird things kept happening to them. Like, someone jumped out of the closet, and they could see people, like, peeking through their windows and stuff, and all of this random things. And they thought it was, like, a ghost or something. And then they realized it was their neighbors trying to get them to move out of the house because their neighbors wanted to buy the house or something like that. I did not remember the ending of the story. I just remember the scary thing, so that's interesting. Their neighbors had just broken into their house and were acting like ghosts. Because I remember, like, (laughs) the stories of, like, the heavy footsteps. She told it very well. Oh, she told it way better than I could ever tell Uh it. We would turn off all the lights in the house, close Mm -hmm. the blinds, and, like, gather around for the great scary story that she told every single time we went there. She would give... The best details. She would. And there was about new details every time. Every time. It was so good. And then I would tell my friends that story because I thought it was so cool. And then they'd think it was so cool. And it's just... It's kind of a cool story, though. Like the I Underground always... Railroad. Yeah. It, it really is a cool story if you think about it. Honestly, Grandma's stories were better than any of the movies we watched there. They were. Grandma's stories were always... The most entertaining thing about going to grandma's house is just sitting and listening. Sometimes we'd ask her about stories. and Yeah, I think that is a nice note for us to kind of wrap up on if you agree. Yeah. I want to ask you if you've started the Queen's Gambit yet. No. My mom texted me angrily and said that it's really depressing. Oh, really? And that she wants to watch a happy show right now. <laughs> She's like, it's she so needs depressing. to finish it. I no told her so. People, I I told her that you said that, but I, I don't know. It's better. I should watch it. I I will watch it eventually. The first few episodes are more depressing than most of it, so. I I will watch it eventually. All right. Um. Yeah. I still haven't watched anything you tell me to watch. So why am I being the jerk? We don't know what we're doing next time, but we are starting to be more on schedule. Look at us. Two episodes. Well, the first episode. This is an episode that is coming out on time. I'm really calling myself out here to edit on time, aren't I? But <laughs> I'm really excited for this episode. Um, yeah, me too. Because I think our family members will like to listen to it. And I just, mm-hmm. I like to be able to share a little piece of how important my our grandma was to us, to like anyone who's listening. Also... It, Sorry, I did not mean to interrupt you, but like a lot of these memories were on the verge of my brain and barely existing. So I'm glad Mm -hmm. like I was I'm able to have this and hopefully like listen a couple of years and be like, oh, yeah, that. Exactly. And I and you definitely brought up some memories I had forgotten. So this was a very good episode. I thought it would be a lot harder, but it was just very comforting. So it was very niche, but very sweet. So I think it's okay. All right, I think that's everything we have to say. So thanks for listening to this episode of Watchful. This podcast is edited by Sophia. Our music is from purpleplanet.com and our graphic is by Maria Hernandez. If you enjoy listening, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. 
Have an idea on what we should review next? Send us a message on Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at Watchable Media. Join us next time when we discuss maybe a Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> now go enjoy your day.